I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So about Michael Jordan, how you going to hit from outside the finals? You can't even hit. Hello, welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. Today we have a two-parter. So we missed the um, the ability to talk about the Tuesday podcast. I mean, the Tuesday basketball game. Oh, no, but my bad. I have the days messed up. The Monday basketball game. Yeah. Because of technical difficulties for Tuesday night. So we're going to be doing Monday night's game. Tuesday's night's game. Two huge games that we're going to talk about. We're going to react to. We're going to give you our opinions on. And we're going to also cover some stuff like Giannis's injury, Paul George losing his mind, Donovan Mitchell trade rumors, and uh, uh, Dame Dalla trade rumors, too. We're going to lightly cover all those things. So, yeah, Chris, what's your take on the Clippers shocking the world and beating the Suns? <sighs> I think they just that was just like it was just a must win game. They had to win it. Um, I feel like that was a well played game on both parts. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Clippers came out, they were firing on all cylinders. I mean, you had Reggie Jackson who was not normally going off like that, dropping twenty three points. I mean, like that was amazing to see. I mean, he really had to step up, or they were going to be out of there. Paul George mm-hmm. stepped up, of course. You know, I mean, he's their de facto star. You know, temporarily while Kawhi Leonard is hurt still, he's still on the do not playlist. <clears throat> um, even uh, Demarcus Cousins off the bench gave 15 points. Um, really impactful. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Marcus Morris with 22. So I mean, like all these guys who you need to get points from gave you points yesterday. So I mean, it was a well fought game. Um, I think that it's still going to be over soon. Phoenix are still going to win. If they don't mm-hmm. win, I mean, even if. if they're either going to win tonight when this game finishes or however that may go. Um, I think that is pretty much over for the Clippers. They, they just fought back. And I'm proud of them for it. They get the collapse. But it's over. Um, <laughs> uh, they're going to be singing, na, 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 na. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> We were doing a Dan Lillard wave to him at the end of this. Um, but yeah, the problem though with the Suns was that you weren't getting productive minutes from most of your players. Um, mm-hmm. As I looked at the box score, because I'm going to go talk about the box score the first time around. As I look at the box score for the Suns, I mean, you have Devin Booker, who's, gonna get, who's giving you 31. I think Chris mm-hmm. Paul gave you like 21, 22 points. And then you have like your next highest score, which is DeAndre Aiden. I mean, De- DeAndre Aiden gave you like ten, and then Cameron Johnson off the bench gave you fourteen. 
mm-hmm. and then everybody else gave you either five, four, or nothing. So, I mean, mm-hmm. like, you're not getting productive minutes. Like, you need Jay Crowder to have a big game because he's your role player. You need him to hit his shots in the corner. You need him to do that. And if he wasn't doing that, you need him to play a defense at a high level like he normally does. If, I mean, mm-hmm. you needed these things to happen in order to win this game. Those things weren't happening. These people, if Phoenix, weren't, Phoenix Suns weren't clicking, but the Clippers were. That's why the Clippers won. Um, I think it's a little deeper than that. So they found a lineup. They came out with a guard-heavy lineup to start the game, and then they switched to putting Batum, basically Batum, Morris, Paul, George. I think Pat Bev and Reggie Jackson was like the go-to mainstay of the lineup that they found that worked for them. Which is interesting because you would think DeAndre Ayton would eat that alive, but he's not really the type of guy that's got a bunch of post moves and dominant skilled down there yet. Yeah. So it's more of like play off of Chris Paul and be a good rebounder and interior force rather than a highly skilled guy down there. So it's really interesting. Yeah, DeMarcus Cousins had a really nice game. Yeah. Um, Marcus Morris was nice and aggressive. Uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a terrible game by the Suns, but, it, you know, it's interesting that that lineup worked for Tyron Lou. but, I mean, if it's working, then it, you got to stick with it. But, hey, this is a huge night for Paul George. This is, I mean, I mean you got to get off this guy's back, right? I mean, this guy is 41, no missed free throws. Three okay. from six on the free throw, three-point line, 15 from 20. I mean, he's been struggling from the three-point line and been carrying this team throughout the series. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised that the night that he shoots pretty well from the three-point line is the night that he blows off like this. Um, he's he's really good, man. He's he's silky smooth with his moves. He's just he's a go-to bucket scorer. And uh, yeah, I I I agree with you to a certain extent, but it, I think it depends on if the Phoenix Suns are able to kind of play the chess game and figure out their lineup, but they're up by 14 at the end of the third quarter. So it's looking like Phoenix might pull away here. Um, So yeah, it's, it's, it was a great game. I really feel like this is a statement game for Paul George. I know the graphic where he was with Michael Jordan and uh, when it was, uh, who else was it? Michael Jordan. Uh, like Kobe or something. I don't even know. It was like some some kind of club he just joined or something like that. Like scoring yeah. forty points in like Tw- the first. No, it's twenty points in each of the first eighteen games. Yeah, and so the seasons that they did it, Kobe in two thousand eight, Kevin Durant at twelve and eighteen, and Michael Jordan three times. Yeah. So I mean, that's a great list of consistency. Uh, which people may not associate with Paul George. I feel like he's <laughs> too. With I think he's too harshly judged. Um, personally, I think he's a very good player. It's just he has Kawhi in front of him that does like literally the exact same thing, just at a higher level. Uh, it's just yeah, this this guy's special, and I feel like he should get a little less hate than he does. You know what? What do you think, Chris? Hate. Uh, he he does get some hate. Uh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that I'm just hating him. I think I'm just being critical because, like, we know what he's capable of. We've seen it, but sometimes he just 
is inconsistent. I mean, it's just that's just what it is. Call it what it is. Call it spade a spade. He's inconsistent. You know what I mean? But he's been proving me wrong so far this playoff. You know, he's been consistently getting buckets, mm-hmm. consistently leading his team. When he scores well, his team wins. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I'll get off his back a little bit. But, I mean, I'm just going to call a spade a spade, like I said before. Like, he is consistently inconsistent. Now he's being consistently consistent. So yeah. I'll let it go for a little bit. We love that. But I'm I'm Are watching. You... <clears throat> okay. Are you ready to shift gears to the uh, Bucks Hawks? Oh, my gosh, yes. All right. Well, in a game that nobody expected the Hawks to win, especially by 22, um, it was a great game for the Hawks. Lou Williams played amazing. Yeah, it was a really great game. So, what what do you what's your take on it, Chris? I want to hear what you have to say. First things first. Prayers up to Giannis Antetokounmpo. He had that really bad knee injury. Um, we hope he's you know have a speedy recovery and comes back soon. Um, because if not, then his team is donezo. Uh, mm, they said there was no structural damage to his knee. So he could, he's probably, he's probably not gonna play game five, but maybe if it goes, you know, he's gonna play uh, maybe like. So I watched a few YouTube videos about his injury from like mm-hmm. a doctor that taught that watches sports. Mm-hmm. And apparently his hyperextension is like past the degree where people consider it like severe. And like, so they're comparing it to like Jojo missing 10 games after his injury. Ooh. Um, so it, even like, even when I first heard him talk about it in the YouTube video, he said best case scenario is just going to miss the playoffs. Like worst case scenario is going to like tear up like so many ligaments in his knee. Mm. But so like, he's either going to like get drugged up and he's going to go out there, but he'll be like a very low percentage or he's not coming back. Like it's really like it apparently has to do with like the hyper extension of his knee. It's like how far back it goes, and apparently it goes back like past thirty degrees or something like that. It's pretty, yeah. That's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, there's our injury report for Giannis Antetokounmpo. Hopefully, he comes back. <laughs> yeah, um, hopefully, he doesn't rush back though. You know, because yeah, we don't want to be hurt for the next season. Yeah, that could be. I hope you know we've seen Kevin Durant right. When everybody said it wasn't an Achilles injury, and then he walked on the basketball court and it magically became a torn Achilles. So, you know, let's not uh, the, all the injuries this season. It's definitely not a good time to push. You know what I mean? I get, I get it. You know, you want to make it, you want an NBA championship, but he's so young. You know, yeah. Like, like what happened to Anthony Davis? Like he went out on the court and his mm-hmm. palm street closed. He went out on the court and hurt himself even more. So, like, yeah. Sometimes you just gotta mm-hmm. just do what's best for you. I know it's that's a little bit selfish, but you want to be able to play long term, doing what you love. You love basketball, so sometimes mm-hmm. you gotta just say like, "Listen, like I don't think I can do it." If you can't do it, be careful. But if if you just feel like you can't, don't force yourself to go out there. I understand you yeah. have that killer mentality. You want to win. This is every this is all the marbles on the line. But don't let media pressure you to go out there. Yeah, that's true. I completely agree. Be a Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially since his game revolves around his athletic ability. Yeah, like, if you can't yeah. run, jump, and dunk, then what's Antetokounmpo? That defender, bro. Because he can't defender. shoot. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> what, like, what is he doing? <laughs> yeah. 
<clears throat> What's your take on uh, you know, the rest of the game? Um, yeah, so I watched that game. Uh, it was pretty – even with Giannis in the game, Atlanta was in control, um, which we yeah. saw in the last game. It's just that, once again, it comes down to Middleton and Drew Holiday, what they do on the court and how they're able to play. They are con- – they, they, look, you said it before in the last podcast was that they're like three and four, but when they play together, they become a two. <laughs> if, they, mm. if you get them both going on the same night, they become a two. Together, they're mm-hmm. a two. But like, if you get Middleton going, he's a three, and you can win a game with Middleton going. If you get Drew Holiday going, you can win a game with Drew Holiday and Giannis Antetokounmpo putting up points. But if neither one of them going and Antetokounmpo's out, then the game's over. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what happened. Yeah. You remember me telling you about how the Atlanta Hawks have so many guys that can create off the dribble? Yeah. So that's the difference, I think, if it's just... I mean, obviously, if Trey Young comes back, you know, we're going to favor the Hawks. But, but, you know, Cam Reddish had some nice minutes. You know, he started to come back. Yeah, six six points. So you have... He actually had 12. Yeah, 12. So you hit two more threes? Okay. Yeah, he had two threes. Yeah. So it was like Danilo Garnali can create. Cam can create. Lou Will can create. Bogdan's finally looking healthy, which is huge. Perfect timing. Mm-hmm. John Collins can create. Kevin Herter can create. And then you look at the other side, it's like Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. I, Pat Connaughton can't. Bobby Portison can't. Like, it's like literally like nothing. Brent Ford's a little bit. I, he's more of like an off-ball guy. They all play. This team is built to be around Giannis, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not built to win without him. And I feel like once the Hawks make, okay, Giannis is not in the game, I bet you they won't say until like maybe an hour before that Giannis is not in the game so they don't let him prepare. But Giannis is not in the game. You, you, you get to focus on Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. That's they're not elite guys, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're not defense beaters, they're not, you know, schematics beaters. And you know, I believe in Nate McMillan, so yeah, I I think that this, this, unless something miraculous happens with Giannis, I'm leaning Hawks, which makes the NBA finals very interesting because we don't know until we see him. Yeah, you'd be right, I know you'd be right. Um, we don't know until we see him if Trey Young's healthy. If he's not, they'll obviously lose, and Chris Paul will get his first ring. But what if Trey Young's healthy and they somehow pull it out versus the Suns, bro? Trey Young, first time in NBA playoffs, wins an NBA championship. I will be, that would like, be crazy. Uh... This would be the greatest story. I kind of wish that the Hawks went just because everybody would want to know to see if it could happen. I, think I mean, Trey Young would be the best player on the floor, you mm-hmm. know. Even though the Phoenix Suns might have a better one-two combo, you know, we all know Hawks one through nine is where they're special. Yep. So, yeah, it's they crazy, really go bro. deep. They really go deep. Yes. And you know what? This is a great game for Lou Williams has gotten slighted all his life. Is like thirty-six or thirty-seven-year-old Lou Williams could be the best player on a team and carry them in the playoffs. The, what yes. in the world were people doing when yes. he was 28? Yes. 
Yes, yes. I was just about to see the backup so many times. I wanted to get to this because I was watching this game and I'm like, there's no way. Because remember we were talking about this, like, you know, what is Lou Will going to do? Like, who are they going to play? Mm-hmm. Who are they going to start? Lou Will played and he played his ass off. Oh, <laughs> oh my right. gosh. He played like I just knew he would. I mean, like, not who yes. I knew he would, but like, this is the player who he is. We've been watching him yes. as a six man of the year on, yes. the, on, the, on, the, on these teams. And we're like, why oh, was we, he the six man? He could have started his entire life. <laughs> he could have been a star, all star. The he would have scored enough points. Yes. Period. Period. Like, please, please. Why is this man not coming off the bench for any team? He should be starting. Right. That's crazy, bro. You talk about a bag missed. This guy never made more than ten million dollars in a single season in his NBA career. He's a steal on he- any team. He's a steal on any team. Yes. Yes. It's just like. So many people are like, this just makes no sense, man. It just makes no sense. All the teams put the, go ahead. Yes. That all the teams are like, okay, we're going to have a defender and a guy who can't create very as well at the two, and we'll have a Lou Will behind him. It makes absolutely no sense, bro. All the teams that passed on him are punching the air right now. <laughs> I know, right? Like, what are the Clippers doing? Bro, Rondo's getting GNPs and you traded a first to get him. <laughs> Like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> the Atlanta like Hawks ripped them off, bro. They, they literally did. got their star to beat the <laughs> to win the Easter Cup. I bet you Lou Williams losing his mind. He's probably like, I told you guys, I knew it <laughs> this whole time. You guys didn't listen, right? He was showing you what he was capable of on the bench. Like he was coming off the mm-hmm. bench and dropping twenty nine. Like, come on, right? Now. Against yes. star talent, like, come on now. If he's the guy that you give the ball to at the end of the game, why is he not your start? He's literally been that his whole career before Atlanta. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. You know what it was? What? So, I once you get qualified as a six-man, unless you're James Harden, it's really hard to get out of it. Mm-hmm. So, who's who's really great? Yeah, underrated. But uh, Lou Williams is a. He was starting for the Philadelphia 76ers, Mm -hmm. and Allen Iverson was coming back the second time after coming back from Denver. Mm -hmm. Like, we can't have Allen Iverson on the bench, even though you're better than at this point in time. Mm -hmm. So Lou Williams get on the bench, and then, you know, the rest is history. He never gets off. Yep. Yeah. Lou will. Poor Lou will. I mean, shoot, if Trey Young don't come back, he's going to show him for real. <laughs> Dude. Wow. So special. Mm. <clears throat> All right. You ready to shift gears into the other news? Yeah. Let's go. All right. Donovan Mitchell. Dwayne Wade said that he feels a little uneasy about him coming back. Him not wanting to stay. What do you think? I mean... They have tried it with the same team, yes, consecutively. The only difference was Mike Conley, mm-hmm. and like that's not even that big of an upgrade. But he's underrated, but it's not really that big of an upgrade. Like they have yet yeah. to put a second definitive star next to him. Mm-hmm. As this, like you either have you that you can't. I mean, like the way these the NBA is set up right now, you either need a dynamic duo or a dynamic trio. If you yes. just by yourself, you're not going anywhere. It's very, mm-hmm. very hard to do things by yourself in the in the Unless current you're Paul NBA. George. Unless you're 
Paul George, but he's, you know, <laughs> not sure. I guess if you're Lester Paul George. But, uh, um, <laughs> I love how I chose that one for you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Donovan Mitchell, I think he's probably realizing that nobody wants to go play in Utah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's an undesirable place. So, yeah. There's a lot of places that he'd be. I mean, Lakers, dear God. Yeah. I mean, you know who I just now realized that could be a trade guy? Brandon Ingram. I could see the Pelicans moving Brandon Ingram for like a Dame or a Donovan Mitchell and like giving up something else. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Because. They might believe in Zion so much that that one-two pairing, they might not understand. I've heard Brandon Ingram in like trade talks. I've seen it. I've seen the trade talks. No, I don't believe. I don't believe that. Like, I don't believe that uh-huh. would work because Dame wants to go to a championship contender. If you're not a contender, he's not. He's not really interested. And I feel like right. he's done enough for Portland. Where they're gonna listen to wherever he wants to go, so they're not just willing to just open up the market and just you know Dame for sale. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna where do you want to go? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then let him choose. What I'm hearing is that possibly oh, okay. through the grapevine that he might be interested in the Lakers. That'd be dope. <clears throat> you know what makes me sad though? My gut instinct says he's just putting pressure on them to make real changes. Yeah. It's possible. He wants to stay with Portland. I mean, like, he seems like a really, like, he really wants to be committed to a team. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he said that they, he said that if Chauncey Billups and the Portland cannot make a championship contender, he's thinking about leaving. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you could pair CJ McCollum, Covington, and Anthony Simons for Cat. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they would take that. I mean, but that would just make Minnesota worse because they already got too many guards. Yeah, but they love guards. <laughs> <laughs> they already have too many guards. It would just make the team worse. Yeah, but they don't understand that. <laughs> <laughs> it would just make the team worse. It literally just make the team worse. Yeah, that's straight facts. That really would. Hmm. It's hard to think of a small forward that's available because now Paul George won't be the one to run it back with a Kawhi. Why to Portland? Uh, I have a feeling they'll want to run it back one more time after seeing what Paul George and Kawhi could do together. Well, yeah. after thinking about it, you know what I mean? Paul George and Lillard. Any other good small forwards in the NBA? Can you list them off? The small forwards. I mean, besides LeBron James, <laughs> mm-hmm. Kawhi yeah. Leonard, Paul George, uh, KD, but he's not going nowhere. Mm-mm. Um, trying to think. Brandon Ingram is is good. Uh, uh, Jason Tatum. He's not moving though. He's not leaving Boston. No, they wouldn't move him. I wouldn't trade Jason Tatum for like anything. Tobias Harris? Nah. <laughs> hmm. Blanking, blanking for sure. I guess maybe Brandon Ingram. But that wouldn't work. They... Why not? 
Brandon Ingram to Portland for CJ McCollum. And like Covington and Simmons. And no, Simmons. No, because now you're making your star your franchise player upset because he's upset with Pelicans from what the trade rumors are saying because he wants he's he's upset because they're not a winning team. The Brennan Ingram is upset. Zion and his family are oh, upset because yeah. they're not a winning team. So you send bombs to him, he's gonna leave for sure. Mm-hmm. I bet you that was just to get Stan Van Gundy's dumb ass out. <laughs> yeah. It's possible, but I mean, listen, is he really gonna be satisfied with Anthony? Like you have to think. I mean, like, I understand he's still in his rookie contract, but like they're trying to make him happy because he's their cornerstone. Mm-hmm. They went all right. in on him. You know what I'm saying? So right. like if mm-hmm. I don't think they're taking that trade because they, their team does not it gets better, but not mm-hmm. really better, you know? Mm. <clears throat> I feel like Portland's going to maybe try to go again with Chauncey Billups and then Dame's out of there if nothing happens. And they need to actually change their team. Their team is looks pretty much the same, except for the addition yeah. of like Norman Powell. Like their team just looks the same. Yeah, they need to try something new. Yeah. It's going to be hard to, though, with like, it's not a great free agency class that like had anything. And it's hard to figure out who they could trade for. There's a lot yeah. of people in free agency right now. I mean, like, you got Kawhi is in free agency this year. Um, unless they give him the max. Uh, remember, we went through the free agency list. I forgot. I bet you. I wonder if you could trade uh, CJ McComb for Andrew Wiggins straight up. Mm, that could work. Is, but he's not, yeah. CJ McComb not mobile. He is not mobile. <laughs> well, yeah, but he's going to be a two guard. Yeah. Played at the three, Draymond at the four. It could work, I guess. But you don't need that, though, because Clay's coming back healthy. Like, hey, come strap and strap. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. All right. Do you have anything else for this podcast or no? Was we just talking about Jonathan Bills? What's the other uh, coach signing or mm-hmm. maybe it's just Chauncey Bills we were talking about, right? Mm hmm. And Donovan Mitchell. That's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, unless you got anything. Um, no, I got nothing. All right, I'm Jason Collins. And I'm Chris Muhammad. We are the Basketball Addicts. Peace.